it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. Tell me if this sounds familiar. On one hand, you keep telling yourself, God, I hate exercise. And at the same time, you're also noticing, you know, maybe your pants are getting a little tighter or it's, you know, getting a little harder to walk up a long flight of stairs. And you're also telling yourself, I really need to get motivated to start exercising again. Sound about right? So what do you do? You start looking for ways to get motivated, right? You know, you you tune into all those fitness personalities, fitspo type social media accounts, maybe even, you know, looking for weight loss transformation photos, you know, to inspire you to, quote, help get you motivated. Every time you see one of those posts, some little part of you inside feels just a little bad about yourself for not being more like that person in the photo, right? The story behind that being... Oh, if only I could be more like them. If only I could get that motivated. I have to get that motivated. That sound about right too? None of that's really very motivating, is it? Here's the thing. Everybody has stories that they tell themselves about who they are. And even what they're worth, what they're capable of in life, what they're good at, what they're not good at. All of these stories that we tell ourselves dictate our lives. The I hate exercise story makes you, well... I hate exercise. It prompts the next story, I need to find some motivation to make myself exercise, which prompts you to keep searching for that magic thing that will make you motivated or keeps you continually reminding yourself nonstop that you'll start tomorrow and then feeling bad about yourself for not doing it, all of which is actually really demotivating. And have you ever thought about some of the stories that you tell yourself, some of your stories about the truth behind them and their origins, and on a deeper level, how they're impacting your life? Most of mine were plentiful and mean. There were the exercise stories, there were the food stories, there were the more general stories, right? You're worthless unless you're skinny and pretty, you suck, nobody likes you, you're such a fraud, whatever you do, don't let anybody see who you really are. You know, that kind of thing. Some of mine were less harmful on the surface, like the I hate exercise story I just described. But long term, even those are just as harmful because they're demotivating. They're contributing to self-destructive patterns and they keep us completely disconnected from ourselves and our truth. And recently I was thinking about how this played out with some of my old stories and one of them in particular, my I hate winter and the cold and snow story. This one about winter is something I've been telling myself pretty much since probably my teens or preteens. And every winter, because of it, I'd basically hibernate. I'd even joke that I was hibernating because I hated the cold. With self-discovery three or four years ago, I realized that my mental health does significantly better when I'm outside every morning. So I committed to continually doing the track every single morning, no matter what the weather was like. Now the track is, it's just an old um, race track that they used to train uh, racehorses on. And, you know, it's sort of off in the woods a little bit near my house. And I love it there because it's quiet and it's just all trees and nature and great stuff. 
but it doesn't get plowed in the winter and the snow can get deep. And again, you know, I told myself I hated the cold. So I'd usually only go when the weather was nice. And then all winter long, I'd really struggle hard with massive amounts of depression. So anyway, this winter, three or four years ago, I decided that's it. I'm going to continue going because I want to feel better this winter. I don't want to go to that place where, you know, the depression and stuff kicks in again. And I assumed or hoped that continuing to do the track every morning and be outside would help. So anyway, I bought all the winter gear in preparation. And let me tell you, I look ridiculous when I go because I'm so bundled up. But I don't care. I started going and I have kept going every single day, regardless of the weather, for several years. Many mornings in the beginning, I'd be out there, you know, and I'd hear myself, God, this sucks. It's so cold. The snow's so deep. It's so hard to walk. The wind is so strong. You know, all the complaints. But I kept going. And slowly, as the years passed, I started noticing that I was breathing deeper. I was relaxing over there and I was being present with life. I was smiling. Even on the worst of the worst days, I was actually enjoying and then even loving it. And then I started thinking about how strange that was, right? Like how much I have changed over the years to go from somebody who, you know, hated winter I also used to tell myself that I hated mornings and, and, you know, I already mentioned the hate exercise story. To go from that to somebody who's outside as soon as the sun comes up in even the worst winter weather and somebody who loves doing that, like I genuinely do it just because I want to. How strange to change that much. Then I started wondering, well, how did I do that? How did I really become this different person? How do I continually motivate myself to get outside at the crack of dawn every single morning, no matter how crummy it is out? And then I realized it's because I'm not trying to motivate myself or make myself do it. I'm not listening to my head and being ruled by that anymore. Now I'm listening and being guided by my heart. I'm listening to that and I'm being guided by that, by my heart, by my inner wisdom, by my deeper truth, by whatever you want to call it. But that's what I'm listening to and letting guide me now. And then I realized I hadn't even become a different person. I had just been reconnecting to who I've always been before the stories took over. And I realized this because I started wondering when and how did I even decide that I hated winter in the first place? Where did that story even come from? I remembered that when I was little, I loved the snow. My brother and I would play outside all winter long for hours. It was my favorite thing. So when and how did that change? Well, like I said, in my teens, maybe even preteens, You know, when you start worrying about what your friends will think of you if you're caught playing in the snow with your little brother, or when you start feeling like you need to stop wearing the hat and mitts to fit in or to not look like a little kid anymore. There were years in my teens when I wouldn't even wear boots or a coat just because of a desire to look a certain way. Even as an adult, you know, sure, I'd I'd throw on a coat maybe, maybe even some boots, but they were never warm or sensible ones because it was never about being warm. It was always about just being cute. It was always just about projecting an image. 
No wonder I started hating winter. It wasn't winter's fault. It was me and my own silly need to project this image. When I let that go and just started dressing for the weather because I recognized that I needed that, I started to rebuild the love for being active outside that had always been there. Yes, even in the winter. And I started just letting that guide my choices. Now, specifically with my morning routine, it plays out like this. So I get up in the morning and almost every morning it starts with the normal thought. It looks so cold out. Oh my God, I don't want to go out in that. It's so cold. It's not going to hurt if I just skip a day. Yeah, screw it. I'll just skip it and I'll go tomorrow. I really don't want to go out in that crap. All of that is stories that's coming from my brain and my conditioning. And it is what's, it's what's ruled my life for most of my adult life. So if that sounds familiar for you, I say that because it's the same thing for you. It's all stories that's coming for your brain and it's crap that's keeping you from the truth of you and ruling your life. And see, with mindfulness and meditation and, and CBT, I've learned how to not let myself get caught up in that crap anymore. So now I can hear it, completely ignore it and go anyway. Like I will literally hear that thought pop into my head while I'm getting up to put on my boots and I just completely ignore it because it doesn't matter. My heart overrules the stories and just guides me almost on autopilot now. So let's get back to how this works with exercise in general. My little winter story aside, we can look at it the exact same way that I hate exercise or I need motivation to exercise story. When did that start for you and where did it come from? Think back to when you were little. How much did you run, skip, dance, and just move automatically all on your own because you just felt like moving? If you're like most people, probably a fair amount. It's just kind of normally what we do. We love moving when we're little. And then what? What happens? Somewhere along the way, it becomes, a so, uh, it becomes exercise. And there's all these rules around how much, about how, and when we're supposed to do it, and for how long. Everybody wants to tell us how to do it, what kinds to do, and it gets associated with weight loss and punishment. And trying to force ourselves to do all of these things that we don't want to do in order to change what our bodies look like or weigh. And it just becomes this chore that we do not want to do. No wonder we don't want to exercise. See, we get so caught up living in our heads and our stories in this way that we're completely disconnected from ourselves and what we really need and want. But when we start getting to know ourselves again, reconnecting with who we are and what we actually love outside of the stories that we've been conditioned to believe, everything can shift. The need for motivation becomes completely moot because we are driven then by this deep connection to just who we are and what we need. Like we were when we were kids, before the conditioning created all of those silly stories. So an actionable I want you to leave, I want to leave you with. Consider your relationship with movement for a moment. And I don't even want you to think about it as exercise because there are so many negative connotations. 
associated with that word. So I just want you to think about your relationship with movement. Think back to when you were a kid. What were some of your favorite ways to move? Consider now, are there any types of movement that you prefer over others, like now even? Forget about what you think you should be doing to, you know, get fit or to change your body. What fills your soul? What makes you feel amazing? Then stop trying to force yourself to do it. You don't have to exercise. You don't. You never have to do a single bit ever again for as long as you live if you don't want to. Stop trying to force yourself. Stop trying to look for motivation to do it. And just start thinking about movement. And remember how great you feel when you move. Consider, how will I feel if I even do just a few minutes of that, whatever that movement is that makes you feel great? How will I feel if I even just do a few minutes of that today? How will I feel if I don't do it? And then ask, which way would I prefer to feel? If you're not sure or you notice that your brain starts to like make up all kinds of stories again and you're stuck in your head, pause and breathe. Bring your attention into your body and ask the question again. And then just wait for an answer that feels like it's coming from a place of calm rather than from your head. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.